And now, Radio Maria England presents Songs in the Wilderness, presented by Diane Redman. With guest today, Hugh Duncan. In this programme, we listen to the songs that have influenced our guests throughout their life and have influenced their faith. We've had a a wide range of songs on our programme, songs in the wilderness, from hymns, songs to Mary, and even the loved hit, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? So today I have the privilege of speaking to Hugh Duncan, an Irish Catholic, a British Irish Catholic, who grew up in London, obtained a degree in astronomy, and became a physics teacher for four decades. Wow, that's impressive. (laughs) He has a French wife and four children, and is living in the south of France, which is even more impressive. He has shared with me that he has a lifelong love of maths and music and a passion for both Mary Magdalene and the Shroud of Turin. And most importantly, a desire to do something useful. Welcome, Hugh. Hello, and thank you for inviting me on. And also thank you to my school, uh, the International School of Nice, for allowing me to to do this from uh, their place. Oh, we're very grateful. But you, what a life you've had. What an extraordinary life. Now, I'm going to start with the practicalities. And I'm just intrigued how you got from being a physics teacher to living in the south of France and doing your music. Uh, Okay, well, uh, I I met my uh, wife-to-be at a punk concert in London back in 1978. (laughs) Um, And uh, for me, it was love at first sight. And uh, when I finished my uh, teaching degree, uh, my uh, astronomy degree, I started teaching. Uh, and I taught in England for eight years in state schools in southeast London. Uh, but having visited the south of France, where my wife comes from, um, I fell in love with that place as well. And uh, so I looked for a, a job at an international school. And I've now been there. This is my 31st, 32nd year uh, of, of working at the school. Well, I mean, I've only been to Nice twice, but I, I found it really hard to leave. It, it's just amazing. Such a beautiful place. Yes, it is. Uh, I love living like, here. What's it like in the winter? Um, it gets cold. At the moment, it's cold. I live in a small village about an hour's drive out of Nice. So I'm really in the countryside. But you're not far away from the mountains if you like skiing. Uh, the countryside is all around and the coast is not far away. And uh, just it's a very beautiful part of the, the world. You've missed out on the most important thing, the food. Yes, uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, before I met my wife, my uh, uh, palate was very limited and uh, it has opened up a whole new world for me in that sense, yes. Goodness, you lucky man. The O Come Emmanuel song by King of Country. I, I was an altar boy for eight years and uh, it was my favourite Christmas carol, uh, that song, which is what led uh, into the next song. Until the 
I was in my mid-teens and I saw a film called If, a famous uh, cult film with uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell, I think his name was. Anyway, black and white, very weird film, but they used uh, the Sanctus song in their soundtrack and it, it just uh, bowled me over. Uh, I remember going to uh, the local record shop because uh, they mentioned it in the Radio Times or whatever, where it was the name of the album and uh, sort of sheepishly asking, uh, uh, an adolescent boy asking for this uh, particular kind of music. And by chance, they, he said, you're lucky, I like that kind of music and I have it in stock. 
So I got the album and uh, again, one side is the mass uh, in a Congolese style and, and the other side of the album was uh, more traditional songs. And um, I just love that. It, it opened up my uh, eyes to listening to world, world music, which has become part of my uh, collection. It, it, didn't they play this music in um, a religious film um, where the, the apostles are all running after the resurrection? It's quite possible. Uh, I, I know it's, it's been mentioned. Uh, Led Zeppelin claim it was uh, influential to their music, believe it or not. Oh. And even the, the Clash mentioned the song in one of their songs. So uh, I think it has had a, a far reaching effect than uh, one would imagine. Well, let's hear it. I love it. was Sanctus from Misaluba, and this is Radio Maria England and you're joining us for Songs in the Wilderness. I'm Di Redmond, your host for today, and I have with me Hugh Duncan. Hugh, um, when you taught in England, did, did you teach in, in, in London or? Yes, I taught in, in South East London in, in places like Sidcup, Bexley Heath, that area there, um, which is where I grew up in fact. Uh, I, I lived in South East London. Uh, and uh, so I taught in three different schools in that part of the world. The, the last one I taught at was actually in, Gill in Gillingham, uh, oh, yeah. which is a little drive outside uh, London there. But yes, it was um, state schools, let me ask you, how was it teaching astronomy in schools? I mean, how many takers did you get? Oh, no, no. I taught physics in school. Oh. My my degree was astronomy, which is basically physics and maths. Yes, uh, yeah. And so uh, most of my life I've taught physics. I've taught some chemistry and mathematics and, and what we call middle school science. So a bit mm -hmm. of biology as well. Uh, so, yes. 
So when did the music start? Did it start in in London or when you were... Oh, uh, my father was a teacher and a musician. Uh, oh. In the evenings, he would play in pubs and clubs, but he loved music, he listened to jazz and many things. So I had this uh, uh, wonderful uh, experience of listening to music all the time. Uh, and so I had some piano lessons. I wasn't very good at them. But uh, and then I, I picked up the guitar and managed to uh, play a few uh, chords. Uh, my singing, uh, I was in this, the church choir until my voice broke and they asked me not to come back. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, that's when the, uh, the, the punk explosion happened and uh, I found that was just uh, suitable for my voice and, and my playing. Um, formed a punk band with my brothers. Uh, uh, when I became a teacher, uh, it was the, the 80s, and uh, I formed one of those electro pop bands with uh, one of the other teachers, uh, a strange sounding name, Mr. Z. Uh, and uh, we did that kind of electro pop music. Uh, in the 90s, um, uh, I teamed up with another uh, teaching colleague, uh, Craig, who was a history teacher, but also played the guitar, sang very well. And we ended up doing some more sort of melodic. Uh, soft rock I suppose you'd call it and we did that for had so that what's extraordinary is, is you were playing you seriously were playing punk and and probably and doing gigs as well uh yeah that, in fact uh and then after then uh, uh in the last 10 years I took up punk again and uh and uh, there's, a, there's still a, a large following out there. Uh, and so I, I started again. And unfortunately, it's only stopped because of the, uh, the confinement and the, the virus. Um, life is, but with uh, my present school's uh, ex-guitar teacher, Rick, um, he's been recording all the songs uh, the, for the punk that I do. And I've been uh, singing or rather shouting uh, the lyrics. And uh, we've been selling the albums for some humanitarian or charitable causes so I've been doing some kind of music throughout my life uh, but it's just recently as I say that I've taken this uh, direction in towards uh, Christian based music. That, so let's hear your third piece of music before we talk extensively about your religious music. The third piece is You Are My King by Candy Pearson. Why this yes. choice? Well, well um, uh, about seven years ago, I went through a, a burnout, uh, as uh, many people have probably experienced themselves, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, tried to find ways to uh, sort of sort myself out. Uh, I listened to Buddhist lectures on uh, on the internet. Uh, I tried some anti-stress coloring, uh, and uh, I, I ended up listening to some Christian rock bands and that was the first song that uh, that I listened to uh, on YouTube. And it again, it sort of uh, inspired me uh, and opened up, a, again, a whole new branch of music that I hadn't really listened to. I've listened to sacred music and, and uh, Gregorian chants and, and all those kind of things in the past, but I'd not really uh, listened to the, uh, the Christian rock music. And uh, as I say, now I've... Uh, I've uh, Listen to many different bands, uh, many different styles, uh, and as I say, it's again opened up a, a whole new experience for me. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing this. You are my king. Amazing love by Candy Pearson. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. And I'm accepted 
So Hugh, I'm keen to know about this album that you've created. Um, I think um, quite a few songs that were that follow are from your album. When when did you actually set about making this? And what's, right, the, well, what's the title of it? Okay, the uh, the album's called Mary Magdalene. Uh, the title oh, yeah. of of the uh, band, if you like, was Old Age Saints. Uh, that was just a, a tongue-in-cheek variation on the punk band, which is Old Age Spies. Um, <laughs> I did think perhaps it should be Old Age Sinners. Uh, but uh, so uh, about seven years ago, I found out, even though I've been living here for, for over 30 years, that there's a, a cave where there is claimed that Mary Magdalene uh, ended her days. And uh, there was a parish trip to visit this cave. It's about an hour and a half from where I live towards the direction of uh, Marseille. Uh, and it's called uh, Saint-Borme. 
which means holy cave. Um, and uh, so I was just uh, amazed that there was uh, some link to the, uh, the biblical characters uh, not far from my own doorstep. So I visited the, the cave. It's uh, uh, halfway up a very uh, steep cliff. You have to walk through a, a virgin forest, which is about 2,000 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, they request silence, and so it's a very kind of mystical uh, place uh, to visit. And in the cave, they've actually uh, transformed it into a, a church. Uh, and uh, the, the story goes that uh, after the, uh, um, the resurrection, uh, some, some years later, uh, Mary Magdalene uh, with Martha and Lazarus and some others were chased out of the uh, promised land, uh, put on a boat without any oars, rudder, sails, in the hope that uh, they would just disappear because they didn't want any more martyrs. Uh, and by chance, they arrived uh, near Marseille and uh, there, there's, there was a number of people on the boat and they started to evangelize uh, what was uh, going to be France, called Gaul at the time. Yeah. And after her days of uh, preaching, she retired to this cave and lived like a hermit for 30 odd years. This is uh, so the story goes. Uh, and uh, then uh, at the end of her, her, her days, uh, she uh, was buried in a place which is called San Maxima. It's a basilica now, which has some bones uh, which are claimed to be her relics. That's amazing. I never even knew this story. There we are. Uh, it, the, certainly the, the, the people in the south of France uh, hold a lot of uh, uh, value to this, uh, this story. And so I became fascinated. And uh, so I started reading books about it in, in English or French or whatever um, uh, to, to become more uh, you know, informed about the thing. Anyway, it just gave me the idea when I, I read about uh, uh, the Mary Magdalene character, uh, obviously going back to the Bible and seeing what was said there, that, that I, I, like some people, I see the Mary Magdalene uh, character as the same person as Mary of Bethany. Mm -hmm and possibly even the unknown sinner. Um, uh, some people see them as three separate ones. For me, it doesn't really matter. It's just it, it created this story in my mind that maybe uh, one could write a musical about uh, this Mary Magdalene character, um, uh, putting those uh, three persons together. Maybe it was one person, maybe it was three. I don't know, but the, the story seemed a, a very interesting one. And it seemed to logically uh, fit together in my mind. So I started writing uh, first a few poems and I started writing some songs. The, the first one I wrote actually is not the first one we're going to hear. It'll be the second one we hear. Uh, but I tried to put the songs, about a dozen of them on the album. And the first one is about the unknown sinner and the mm -hmm. alabaster jar um, asking, was it Mary Magdalene? Oh, it, right. The, the second track uh, is, a, is a kind of flashback to when she had seven demons. Uh, I'd like to say that uh, Rick Preston, the ex-guitar teacher from my school, who's been recording all my punk music, uh, has kindly done all the musical backing for, for these songs on the album. And uh, our musical teacher, Penny uh, Gilly, uh, who is as now become the, the singer. I sung them all first, but realized it would sound much better, uh, perhaps with a, a woman's voice, uh, and certainly somebody who can sing a lot better than me. Uh, and so the first song is uh, called Seven Demons Came, that's, that's being played now. Um, yeah. 
Yes. Second one on the album. And so I took the, uh, just that it's mentioned a couple of times in the Bible that uh, she was freed from seven demons. Mm. And some people think it's the seven deadly sins. Uh, some think it might be just some illnesses like epilepsy, which they refer to as demons. Uh, and there's a, a, a gospel that's not in the Bible called the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, mm. where they talk about these uh, levels uh, of, of understanding. And uh, finally, there was um, a, a visionary called Anne Catherine Emmerich from the 19th century, a German nun uh, who was bedridden, but she was claiming to see things, some uh, events in the Bible. And some have since been shown to have actually happened. So uh, she seemed to have had uh, some kind of insight into what was going on. So using things she said and the Bible and so on. I came up with this song uh, describing the, the, the seven demons and how they were re replaced with uh, some uh, more positive qualities. Let's listen to this seven demons came. I'm really interested to hear it. Thank you.
that was Seven Demons Came, written by Hugh Duncan, with Rick Preston on instruments and Penny McMorris on vocals. I'm Di, and today I have with me Hugh Duncan. Um, we're going through your list of songs on your album. And these are, these are just extraordinary stories. So the next choice is Talking to Mary, which is obviously going to be related to Mary Magdalene, yeah? Yeah, although the, it's actually Mary Magdalene talking to the Virgin Mary. Ah, that's, nice. Uh, yes, nice. That's, uh, that's what it came about. Um, in uh, Anne Catherine Emmerich's visions, she describes that uh, Mary Magdalene uh, asked Jesus how should she how could she become a, a better person and he said you know talk to my mum uh basically <laughs> um and uh to me that sounded like a a wonderful uh, uh idea um and uh, the song was born from that uh, that concept um so um I have to say that uh, when I do these songs, it's just uh, acoustic guitar and me singing in a kind of Bob Dylan voice, which I share with Rick, and he's able to um, uh, turn it into uh, something really quite extraordinary. And and uh, Penny uh, does all the vocal arrangements, and uh, she's again done an excellent job in in bringing these stories out. I think the story of the life of Mary Magdalene is is quite a fascinating one. Uh, some people claim. Uh, for what, why she was a sinner, uh, I'm not sure what it was, or where, and it doesn't really matter. That's not the important point. Is uh, we have Saul becoming Paul? He was a murderer. Uh, we have Saint Peter who uh, showed some uh, levels of cowardice in, in the face of adversity, uh, but uh, they go on to to become better people. Uh, and so I think she's a, a good example to, to the rest of us as we struggle with our own demons. Absolutely. Let's hear it. After the demons, I asked the Lord, is there any salvation for me? Jesus forgave my sins and I implored him to save me from eternity. He promised he would and a lesson he gave me about the Holy Trinity. If I wanted completeness and mildness and meekness, his mother was the one to see. I've been talking to Mary. I've been talking to the mother of our Lord. I've been looking for strength and consolation. And she's been my reward. I've been talking to Mary. I've asked her to help me up this hill. I've been talking to Mary. And she said she will. Talked of her virtues and of her pure heart If I could do what she has done Being so graceful, forgiving and faithful Then I'd be closer to her son I had been stalling, Mother Mary was calling That everyone would know my name Not for my sinning, but my bright new beginning They'd call me Mary Magdalene I've been talking to Mary I've been talking to the mother of our Lord I've been looking for strength and consolation And she's been my reward I've been talking to Mary 
to Mary, written by Hugh Duncan with Mick Preston, Rick Preston on instruments and Penny McMorris on vocals. Have any of you songs mentioned here inspired you? Do you have any personal connections with hymns or worship music? If so, email us at music at radiomariaengland.uk. We would love to expand our music library and need your suggestions. But for now, back to Hugh. Tell me about this charity that you're donating all the funding to. Right, yes. There's um, a charity. Uh, it's based in Toulon, which is uh, about an hour and a half uh, from Nice. Uh, it's called Les, Mais Les Maisons Bethlehem, the Houses oh, right. of, Be of Bethlehem. It was actually set up by the, uh, the local bishop, Dominic Ray, in 2004. And it's a, a set of safe houses for young mothers in difficulty. Um, they could be coming from a, a place of domestic abuse or whatever, serious financial difficulty, uh, whatever it is, and they have young children or they're about to have young children. And uh, this charity helps them uh, financially, gives them a roof over their heads, a safe place to be. Um, gives them financial support, emotional support, psychological support even. Uh, also retraining if uh, that's what they need. Uh, and uh, they obviously uh, try to make a, a good uh, uh, sort of family environment for, for, for these people. Uh, I'd heard about them a number of years ago and uh, from previous uh, little charity projects, I, I've just donated the odd bit and piece, uh, bits and pieces there. But I thought this might be a, a, a very good example uh, to, uh, to, to support uh, because I noticed in the cave of St. Mary Magdalene, there's a wall in which they've placed plaques and it's by um, mothers who may have lost their child whilst uh, being pregnant for whatever reason or stillbirth or uh, death in, in very uh, early childhood. Uh, uh, they, they look to, to Mary Magdalene as uh, a means of support 
so she's become a kind of patron uh, saint uh, uh, of, of these uh, young mothers. And that gave me the idea, well, uh, if we're going to do something with a, an album about Mary Magdalene, this seems to be uh, the right way to go. Uh, so uh, if there are any profits from selling the album, as we were talking just earlier, the album's not finished uh, Penny's replacing my vocals uh, with hers. Uh, and uh, we're hearing the three songs that are done so far. So there's nine more to go. And when they're done, and I have a student who's creating a website uh, for this uh, music project, uh, where it may be possible to, to buy the, the, the tracks. So any profits that we make beyond our costs will go towards uh, this, uh, this uh, house. Uh, I've been in touch with them. And in fact, uh, they told me that one of the young mothers that are with them uh, is actually a singer herself. And being French, uh, we're considering trying to do a French version of the album. Uh, 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 already the, the uh, uh, head of the high school, uh, Madame Legale, actually has translated one of the songs into French for that very purpose. So uh, that's, uh, that's early days of development, of course, but uh, it's very exciting. It sounds like a huge community activity. You've seemed to have got everybody involved and excited. <laughs> it, it is a, a, it's like a second family uh, working at the International Schools of Nice, I have to admit. During the lockdown, uh, we, uh, we did a song uh, where we had about 50 people involved. Uh, I wrote a song called Save the Whale, which uh, I sang with uh, nine other people, some in my home, some other uh, teachers, including Penny and an, another friend called Janet. And then we got about 40 students and and teachers and parents to paint pictures of whales and, and uh, we, we put that on, on YouTube. So yes, there is that kind of very, very nice uh, family atmosphere in the school. Oh, it sounds an amazing place to work. Now we have to hear your last song I'm, and I can't wait for you to create more and get them out there. Thank this you. one is called um, Light of the Cross. Yes, well, um, the, Mary Magdalene is mentioned as one of the uh, the people, a crowd of women who were there at the uh, crucifixion. Uh, the only man mentioned, of course, is is John the Apostle. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, there were uh, several Marys mentioned and a couple of other people. Um, and so this is actually... Um, the songs about the uh, the crucifixion but it's it's uh, what i like about it in terms of the message is that uh, 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 christ was there to, uh, to to help mary magdalene uh, overcome her seven uh, demons and uh, there she is actually kind of returning the uh, the, the gesture mm. uh, by being there in his time of need and so that's uh, the it's got a kind of military uh, uh, Celtic feel to it, uh, and uh, and Rick has, has done a, a great job in creating a kind of a, a storm effect uh, in the in the bridge of the song, uh, which hopefully will evoke the uh, the the, uh, the feeling of the time. I guess that's, uh, that's intriguing. Sounds amazing. Let's have a listen. Thanks. Christ 
Powerful song that is, Hugh. Uh, so again, our guest today, Hugh Duncan. That was the song, uh, "The Light of the Cross," was written by him. Music, uh, Rick Preston and Penny Mac, Mac Morris. Hugh, I can't thank you enough for such a, an enlightening morning. I've loved all of it. It's been so interesting. Well, thank you. I, I'm uh, very pleased to have been able to come on. So thank you for uh, for letting me do that and and uh, play the songs.
And would you let us know more about when the albums launch because uh, we want to hear more, uh, lot more about this and yes. the quality. Yes, I'd be delighted, delighted to. And uh, so just if I've forgot to thank anyone for what they've done to, to make this project, there's people in the background, of course, uh, who, who've, who've helped. Um, your, your help has been much appreciated. Thank you. You're more than welcome. All right. So um, if you'd like to hear the show again, uh, you certainly can. You can listen to it again on uh, Saturday at 7.30 in the evening, Tuesday, two o'clock in the morning if you can't sleep, Wednesday, 11 in the morning, and Thursday, nine o'clock at night. Thank you so much, Hugh. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm.